0: If you were not with us last time, let me at least bring you up to where we are. We began to discuss the question of how a Christian woman could win her unsaved husband to Jesus Christ. And we tried to show that there is real hope, as Peter says in 1 Peter 3, 1, that husbands may be won by the behavior of their wives. In other words, wives themselves can bring a very telling witness to their husbands about Christ. But he was very clear in that verse to make it plain that these wives would not win their husbands by nagging them with the gospel. They will be won without a word by the behavior of their wives, Peter says. And so it's not a matter of continually preaching the gospel to a husband, but it's a matter of setting a background for the preaching of that gospel, a background that grows out of a demonstration of the effects of the gospel in the wife's life itself. Now, we closed our last broadcast on that note, and we promised that today we would begin to discuss what it means to win a husband by the wife's behavior and it's just that point that we with which we want to begin today we want to talk about that matter of the wife's behavior you know her behavior is what he sees a husband can listen and hear what his wife has to say and turn off everything that she says I'm sure that every one of you have uh, had the experience of having someone talk to you and perhaps over the phone they were talking to you and you held the uh, receiver to your ear you actually had all of the vibrations coming through that receiver recorded on on your eardrum as vibrations that set up uh, uh, a vibrating uh, resonance on that eardrum and it was actually conveyed to a certain point in your mind but if you were thinking about something else or watching something was going on, let's say you were watching your children uh, get closer and closer to the fireplace, you heard sounds that you didn't even register. Well, you see, the human mind and the human being has a capacity for turning things off. You have uh, been listening to a conversation at times and uh, reading a newspaper and your eye has gone down a complete column of print, uh, actually looking at every word in that column and suddenly you awaken to the fact that your eye has moved all the way down that column of print and you haven't even uh, understood one word that you read because you were listening to a conversation instead. Now wh- what happens to a human being when he does that? Well there's a little uh, device, uh, a junction box of sorts where nerves come together called the recticular formation and this recticular formation is a kind of uh, switching box Uh, in which uh, impulses coming in through the senses, through your eyes, through your taste, through your hearing, through your uh, 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 smelling uh, or or your touch, uh, where all these impulses coming in are rooted. Uh, They come into that junction box and then they are either rooted to the brain so that you register the sound or they are rooted around the brain and away from it so that the sound or the sight or whatever is not registered. It is absolutely possible for your husband to turn you off. Almost literally, we can say he turns you off. When you preach the gospel to him day after day and you tell him about Christ and you, you continually talk about how he needs to be saved and you keep working on him, pretty soon he doesn't even hear it. You've got to realize that fact. But just as that kind of thing can be like bullets bouncing off of a tank, There is one thing that he can't turn off. There is one thing that always breaks through all of the armor plate. There is one thing that just gets through all the chinks in his armor. There is one thing that an unsaved husband can only take so much of before something gives. You say, what is it? Well, here's what it is. A wife who is not only great, but who is getting better and better every day. A wife who really has begun to change, for good. A wife who is not only the best wife in that block, but as far as her husband can see, who is a wife is, who is better than any other wife that he knows. And you know, if you're that way, a Christian, a Christian woman, and you have an unsaved husband, something is going to happen to that husband. He can just take so much of a wife who is all that way without the status quo giving. Now, it's true that he may say to himself, I don't deserve a wife that good, and he may take off. The status quo will change. But Peter says that there is real hope that the status quo will change in the other way. He holds out the hope of winning, as he says in verse 1, winning that husband by this kind of behavior. Now, I want to ask you, Christian wife, just this serious question this morning. What is your behavior like in the home? Are you pleasant to live with? Are you really submissive to your husband, even your unsaved husband? Peter says you must be, verse one, be submissive to your own husband even if he is disobedient to the word, Peter says. Even if he doesn't care a hoot about the scriptures, you're to be submissive to him. Are you really that way? Do you really love him, not in the sense of of, uh, emotion only? but in the sense of trying with everything that you are and everything that you have to do good for him. Are you truly considerate of him? Have you truly demonstrated that Jesus Christ has made a difference in your life? Does he see Christ in you? Does he see a woman who has been transformed? Does he really know that you are changing day by day and week by week for the better? Does he see someone whom the gospel has made cranky and hard to live with or someone whom the gospel has made sweeter and lovelier and more agreeable and easier to be entreated? Does he see the fruits of the Spirit, love and joy and peace and all of these things in your lives? Or does he see a hectic, harried, disturbed, angry, troubled woman? Does he see a mother who has control of herself as the fruit of the Spirit brings self-control, or somebody who breaks in pieces every time a trouble or a problem comes. I want to ask you seriously to consider your life this morning or today, whenever it is you're listening to us. I want you to listen to this. I want you to think about it. And I want you to talk to God about this question. Because some of you know that your lives have been the very thing that has been turning your husband away from Christ. Down deep inside, if you are to analyze this honestly and seriously, you know that it is you who are driving your husband away from Christ. No matter how much you're talking to him about the Lord, you're demonstrating by your nasty attitude toward him, by your nagging, by your whining, by your complaining, by your grumping, by your anger, by whatever it is, you are the one who is keeping him from Christ. Just as you can be the one to win him by your behavior, so also you can be the one to drive him away from Christ by your faulty behavior, by your sinful behavior before God and before him. Let's talk to the Lord about that problem right now. O Lord, if there are wives who are listening to this whose lives are driving their husbands away from Christ, help them to repent right now, we pray in his name, Amen.